0: Here's what's coming up on today's show.
1: It's kind of like our Swiss army knife bucket to where we can use it and we can plan on it and do really cool things from a planning perspective with our clients if they have that Roth option.
0: It's time for financial advisor Ben Schrock to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future.
2: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. I am Ben Schrock, and joining me today, uh, the guy that drew the short straw in the office, Dan Oakleaf. Dan, welcome what are we doing, to the show. Ben? <laughs> Good man, how are you? Good. Um, appreciate you volunteering for our uh, episode today. And with uh, as the year comes to an end, you know, here we are in Q four. Um, with our practice, we do a lot of our our conversations around Roth IRAs and Roth conversions around this time of the year. So we decided to hop on here real quick, record about two episodes uh, regarding Roth IRA. So Dan's gonna kind of uh, fire some, we're gonna do some Q&A back and forth, and uh, the first episode we're gonna focus a little bit about what is a Roth, what difference between a contribution and conversion. We've talked, touched base on these in the past when we talk about RMDs and IRAs and things like that, but never specifically about Roths. So, um, Dan, let's let's just fire it off right now. What is a Roth IRA to start, and we'll kind of go from there.
1: Yeah, so a Roth works a little bit different than a pre-tax IRA. So what a Roth is is it's after-tax money that goes in from a retirement account standpoint. Okay, it works the same in the pre-tax IRA in the fact that all of your earnings grow tax-deferred. But the big difference is when you start taking out money when you're in retirement from the Roth, it all comes out tax-free, which is awesome because if you put in 20 grand, it grew to 150 grand. When you're starting to take out withdrawals and uh, distributions in those retirement years, that, all that 150 grand is going to be tax-free. So it's very helpful to retirees to have at least a bucket of their retirement money beyond the Roth um, side. So it's very, very beneficial that we see in our practice for clients to have.
2: And what is the the rules to contribute here in 2023, making a contribution to a Roth?
1: Yeah. So that's one thing we have to make sure of, because if you have too high of an income, then you cannot contribute to a Roth. So when we sit down with our clients, we look at Everything under the sun when it comes to their income to see if they're eligible to contribute or not Um, We use a very easy little cheat sheet on us that gives us. Okay, here's your income Here's what you guys are bringing in this year. Are you able to contribute to a Roth IRA? Now? Here's one big thing that we see um, that needs clarification if you do have a Roth option in your 401k It does not matter how much you make, so you can make 10 grand, you can make 10 million, you are able to contribute the max to what you can put in a 401k with Roth money. So that's something we definitely use and advise clients to look at if it's in the right situation is if they have availability of a Roth 401k at their employer, we will definitely use that a lot of times um, to hedge that income problem.
2: And that and there's, high, like you mentioned, higher contribution limits, right? So. If you're under 50, the limit this year is what, 6,500? If you have a Roth IRA yep, and then 7,500 from the catch up if yep. you're over 50, um, you have to be working, right, right making that income versus, right. what is the 401k, 26? It's
1: 20 and change, yeah. so if you're over 50, it's right around that 26, 27. Um, what they do, just to give you guys a heads up on that, is is they always index for inflation, so it goes up anywhere from like 500 bucks a yeah. year Indexed for the inflationary period, so yeah, so there's a big difference between putting twenty something grand in away from a Roth side as opposed to putting that sixty five or seventy five hundred in from an IRA standpoint. Almost three to four times the amount for sure. It's huge, absolutely.
2: So um, now the one thing we mentioned about the contributions and uh, contributing to there and the. The one thing we didn't talk about really quick is if you're just doing a Roth IRA on your own, um, those income limits, if you file married filing joint versus married filing separate, a lot of times people miss that. Can you touch base on that real quick? Yeah,
1: so it's just like um, very similar to regular tax brackets. So as everybody knows, um, there's difference for a single person as to somebody married filing joint, um, head of household, widowed, stuff like that. So it's very important to know where you Align with that and how you guys do your taxes if you're single. It's pretty straightforward The limits a little bit lower if you have to contribute to a Roth IRA, but if you're married filing joint um, It's a pretty high number up there for um, to get to where you can contribute to it So that's something where if you're sitting down with an advisor sitting down planning That's something that's a very important planning piece to make sure that you're eligible for it and you don't have to um, recoup um, if you go over that limit
2: yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. I was trying to look it up. It's over two hundred thousand, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. For Mary finally joint, I think it's like two two eighteen to two twenty and change. Um, quote me on that, but it's right around there as to when they start reducing how much you can contribute to it.
2: Yeah. And, and the crazy thing is the when you do married filing separate, like, yep. they almost deter you. Like If you're trying to contribute to Roth, mm-hmm. the IRS kind of mm-hmm. deters you from doing it because I think the income limit there is like 10 grand yeah. on your modified adjusted gross to that phases you out. So if you make over 10 grand married right. filing separate, then you're pretty much hosed you can't make that contribution. And Ben's
1: right, that um, inclination and kind of just position for that is very important for people who are student loans because we see a lot of people come in our office that are married filing separately for the fact that it helps them from a student loan standpoint. So we have to line up, okay, what's the best thing to do overall. We don't want to mess up one or the other, but we want to make sure we get everything right from a holistic plan. Yep.
2: So that's a little bit about the contribution now when, when, uh, maybe later on. So you're looking at, and potentially in your retired years or getting close to it. Walk me through a little bit about a conversion because contribution and conversions are two different things. Um, uh, contribution, obviously we're putting money into it, yep. um, up to a certain limit and the conversion. What's that process look like? And what's, uh, what are some of the things you have to consider when you do something like that?
1: Yeah, we wish we had a different word for it because it gets very, very gray because most people confuse contribution with conversion. So what conversion process is is, is, is taking money from your pre-tax account. So it could be a pre-tax 401k, a pre-tax IRA, or what they call a traditional IRA, and then converting it into a Roth. Now, mm-hmm. here's the really cool thing about it. There are no limits as to how much you can convert in a set year. It's kind of up to you, okay? That's where tax planning and comes in from a holistic financial plan is is how much can we convert in a year in order to stay within a certain tax bracket that we're looking at and that's one of the huge things Ben talked about okay contributions wise a lot of times it's gonna be 7500 to contribute you can convert For example, a hundred thousand dollars in a full year. We do it for a lot of clients to get them ready for we've talked about it before um, RMD process and RMD ages to where they don't hit that tax bubble when they hit their RMD age So that's something we use a lot if it's for the right situation for our clients is using uh, Roth conversions in most people's I mean this is a ballpark baseline for us. Usually happens when people are in their 60s, but we have certain circumstances where we have 50, late 50s doing it, early 70s doing it. So it's just got to fit your plan, but it can be very, very beneficial when it comes to a holistic plan.
2: So in that process, then they take the money out of the IRA, um, that conversion process, they just move it to the Roth and um, they get a 1099 to show that as income that year. Right, 100%. And that's why we have to sit down
1: and make sure that this is the best thing to do because we look at it as like a long-term process in our office so what's the best thing for client a and client b to do over a 30-year span and if the tax savings is significant enough that's why we say hey you know what that roth conversion for for example over five years will save you let's say throw out 300 grand in tax savings for 30 years so obviously you're going to pay a little bit more on the front end, but is it worth it as a long-term view to do them for your entor- entirety of your retirement years? So,
2: And I think it's it's become more relevant than ever because of right. the tax situation that we're in. We have never seen standard deductions, at, at least in my lifetime yeah. and yours as well, um, standard deductions this high. So and that is set to expire here in 20, at the end of 2025. So tax year 2026, um, we revert back to the way that taxes were under the Obama administration. Uh, so that's that's going to change our standard deduction. So there are certain things that we're looking at um, from a planning perspective, which we'll touch base on on part two here and, and get into the weeds a little bit more and, and things that we consider yep. and, and things that we dive into from an advisor standpoint. But Um, It is something that has become top of mind and it is always top of mind for us in Q4 of the year. So it's a good idea to just touch base on that for sure. Um, Talk a little bit about the benefits. I know you mentioned in the beginning, Dan, um, about what what a Roth is, um, you know, growing tax deferred. Talk about the rules of getting the money out tax free and and what people have to do to get to that point.
1: Yeah. So a cool thing we have to delineate between. So if you contribute to a Roth, technically all of your contributions are always able to be pulled out. The only rub is, is if you're talking about interest or earnings, you have to wait until 59 and a half and have five years in the plan from that perspective to get contributions and earnings out tax free. So that's something we make sure of is we hit all the parameters and checks and balances to where all of our clients are pulling out tax free money and not having to pay a quote unquote penalty. Like Ben said earlier, um, why we another reason why we liked Ross is once it's in that Roth bucket, the government, as we know, uh, can change yeah. by the wind. We feel like now. So the one big thing when you have it is when you have money in the Roth. Whatever they do with taxes, it comes out tax-free. So even if they do an extremely large tax hike, if let's say, for example, you were sitting in twelve percent, and God forbid something to happen in the world, and now that twelve percent bracket turns into God forbid a thirty-five percent tax bracket. Oh you don't change at all when you're taking out distributions for the roth because you already paid taxes on it so that's something that we have to talk with our clients about especially the clients that are right now earning in a lower tax bracket probably their lowest tax bracket they'll ever earn especially our younger clients is really take advantage of that situation because We always talk, and Keith, if you've heard him on a podcast, one of his favorite sayings is control what you can control. In that instance, regardless of what they're doing from a tax, political, Congress standpoint, you know that you have this bucket to where... It could be 12% taxes or 40% taxes. You don't have to worry about it because that bucket alone is always gonna be tax-free. So that's something really cool. It's kind of like our Swiss army knife bucket to where we can use it and we can plan on it and do really cool things from a planning perspective with our clients if they have that Roth option.
2: Yeah, makes sense. And and I, it, it is, it's such a beneficial tool and I think it's a key to... People saving for retirement at a younger age, uh, and I think you hit the nail on the head earlier, Dan, with the the four Roth 401k option. If you have that option, I mean, it's I don't want to say it's a no-brainer, but, man, take advantage of that because – it, it, you, you, after a while you won't even miss it. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it comes out after tax. Okay. So you're not getting that tax break, but you know, take advantage of it on the front end. And as you get raises, maybe put a little bit more in and be disciplined on it. And I still think there's benefits to save some pre-tax. Yes. Yeah. So take, take advantage of that. Know where you, where your income falls. And that's, you know, the benefit of working with someone like Dan, or myself or our firm is that we can help them navigate that. And, and, it, and then when it gets a little bit more complex situation, mm-hmm. when we talk about big conversions with clients that have maybe too much money in a, a pre-tax bucket, we'll involve a, a CPA or right. uh, the client's account. Or if they need an introduction, we can, we have a couple of uh, accounting firms we work with where we can make those introductions. So it's something to where all professionals put their hats on and, and uh, everyone thinks together for, for the client in front of us. Yeah,
1: that's what we always say is, is come on in, sit down, Um, Don't be afraid to ask, is this the best way to do it? Because we'll tell you, once we have your financial plan in our software, and kind of shows us, hey, what's the best option in Alleyway? We'll tell you, hey, you know what? In this year, let's do half of the 401k to the pre-tax, half to the Roth IRA if you're available. One big thing we talk about is, too, is this. Like Ben said, kind of contributing to both from a four hundred one K. Keep in mind here, if you're contributing to a roth four hundred one K and you're getting a match, that match is going in the pre tax bucket. Yep. So you're able to use both kind of buckets available if you do Roth 401 K and have a match, which a lot of companies do have pretty good matches from that end. So you're checking off both of the boxes, both the pre tax and roth side.
2: Yeah, and last thing I'll add to the Roth and then we'll uh we'll break and we'll come back for part two is, you know, don't think of the Roth IRA as your investment, right? Mm-hmm. Always, oh, we always draw. I visualize, okay, this is your tax umbrella, if you right. will, right? So underneath that Roth IRA, you can buy a stock, a bond, a mutual fund, an annuity. You know, mm-hmm. you can buy whatever you a CD, yeah. whatever type of investment you want. It's just the the tax umbrella, classification. yeah, classification. Yep. So um, you're not limited to your investment options. Um, it works just like everything else from that perspective. Uh, it does grow tax defer, like Dan mentioned earlier. So it definitely is a beneficial tool for sure. Alrighty, so we're going to wrap things up, Dan. Stay tuned for part two, where we're going to dive into more some of the, the strategies that we use here in our office when we look at uh Roth conversion process or making recommendations around a Roth IRA. Um, and if you have any questions for us in the meantime, you can always reach out to our office at 330-473-1060 or check us out online at schrock fgcom uh, again, it's 330-473-1060 or www.bashrock-fg.com. Thanks, Dan. Thanks,
0: Ben. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Shrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.